Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a, is it Wednesday? Yeah, I can't, it's Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam's going to produce the program today. Uh, we're hopeful of hearing from Gator track coach Mike Holloway. Florida Relays coming up in a couple of days here, that big annual event. And uh, Jessica Blaylock, uh, a Gator grad who covers the Marlins, is going to talk to us about uh, the Marlins' outlook for the upcoming baseball season. Don't forget, tomorrow we have Rays baseball for you. We will broadcast this show tomorrow from Pro Day. And we're live there 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Okay, so just make that uh, note, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. tomorrow for Sports Scene. So hopefully you'll join us then and then back to our regular day and time on Friday. Call us up, talk some sports, 392-8255. You can email the program, uh, srussell at wruf.com. Very interesting things happened uh, overnight in the sports world. And uh, they have pretty far-reaching consequences, perhaps. I will get into that uh, momentarily, but hopefully we're going to talk to Coach Holloway here and to uh, Jessica to start the show, and then uh, the rest of the day it'll be you and your phone calls. So let's bring in Coach here, and uh, he'll talk to us about the upcoming Florida Relays and his team. Mouse, good to have you. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well, as always. As always. Yep, appreciate you, my friend. All right, uh, give us the lowdown here on on Florida Relays. Great event, great high school events, college events. If somebody didn't know about this for some reason, tell us about it. Well, the first thing they should – Come from underneath that rock they're hiding under. So we'll start there. But, I mean, this is you know, this you know, this is arguably the the best meet on the East Coast. You know, this weekend, one of the best in the country. Um, I think the big thing is if you're looking for exciting track and field, not just in the sprints and the hurdles, but such as jumps, the middle distances, the distances, the throws. A lot of those events will have you know Gators in them. We have a lot of Gator alumni competing this weekend. You know. Will Clay, Christian Taylor, uh, Anna Hall, Grant Holloway, Joseph Farmerlay, a lot of Gator greats this weekend. So we're just excited overall to welcome the track and field world to Gainesville, man, and um, have a great time. Is it a little weird? Uh, I don't if that's the right word. Like you coach these dudes, and all of a sudden they're coming back and competing. Is that a little odd? No, because the majority of the people that I just named actually still train here in Gainesville. Other than like Will Clay. Um, he's, I think he's over in Jacksonville maybe, but, you know, Christian Grant, Marquise Dindy, Eddie Lovett, all those alumni, they still train here in Gainesville, man. They're still part of the family. And you know, like I've told you before, there's no such thing as when it comes to track and field anywhere as a former Gator. They're Gator greats, and they're always a part of our family. No doubt. And it's also cool for the high school kids to compete, right? Absolutely. I mean, if you're a high school athlete, uh, you, take, you take the top 36 in the running events, the top 24 in the field events, so it's the elite high school crop of the state of Florida and a few uh, 
teams from outside of the state. So, no, it, it's a great opportunity for high schoolers to come here and get great competition against each other. Also, watch great collegiates and great professionals compete as well. Um, I, I know I'm going to ask this for somebody who doesn't follow track that, mm-hmm. that much. You, you've gone from indoor and now you're going to outdoor. I mean, obviously the difference is indoors to outdoors, but other than that, Mouse, is there a big difference in training, competing, any of that? Well, I, mean, I think from the from the competing standpoint, obviously it's different because you're inside a building, now you're outside. And for us, outdoors is better for us because we train outside. You know, we don't have an indoor facility, nor do we need one um, um, because of the great weather and conditions we have here. But I think the biggest thing for us is like, Indoors is all about getting a qualifying mark to get you to the national championships. Outdoors, you have to be in the top 48 in your half of the country, and then you compete your way into the championships. And we take a lot of pride in our ability to compete at a high level when it counts the most. So we uh, we thrive at outdoors a little bit better, I would say. Um, I'm going to give you a chance to uh, brag a little bit here because you're going to get some renovation to your facility, about a $4 million facelift. Uh, what will fans be able to see in terms of, you know, those improvements that are going to be made here? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, the, we're, we're going to have an area where, where the athletes, you know, because we don't have a lot of shade out here, there'll be an uh, area where the athletes can go and stretch and not be out in the sun all the time. There's going to be additional equipment building in a place where uh, we can do timing so we don't have to be up in the press boxes anymore. You know, those are the two major ones. And I think the biggest thing is, like, it's just going to be allow us to have more efficient runnings of our competitions, if that makes sense. Like we can be more efficient in running the Florida Reds and running the Tom Jones. When we host the state championships here for track and field um, for high schools, be easier for them to run the meets as well. That's the biggest thing for us. Final question for you. Um, it, it, again, the expectations always the same with you. I know that from talking to you over all these years. But as you look right. at your teams getting ready, you know, men and women for outdoor uh what do you like about your teams and, and where they might be able to go? Well, I think, you know, we're very diverse. You know, like I said earlier, we've got jumpers, sprinters, hurdlers, middle distance, distances. The throw, our throws group is really coming along. Very, very pleased with Coach Worski and what he's doing with that group. And I think the, the biggest thing for us is that, you know, we have athletes who have been on championship teams so they can, you know, help the athletes who are new to the system understand what our goals are and how the plans work. But, you know, you know me, our expectation is always a challenge for a national title. And, you know, as I tell you every year, man, my number one goal is to make sure Gator Nation is proud of the track and field program when, when we cross finish line in June. And it is. I, I got to ask you, I know, you know, singling out athletes sometimes is not what coaches want to do, but what Jasmine Moore did, you know, when she set the collegiate and American record and she yeah. won two NCAA titles, that's pretty special. Yeah, I mean, I think people don't understand. Jasmine is just incredibly driven. She just, not just as an athlete, but as a person. And that's why it spills over into athletics for her. And, like, you know, she comes out on Friday and on her first jump, she breaks the collegiate record in the long jump. And then, you know, she had the, the collegiate record in the triple jump going into the competition on Saturday. But every jump she took on Saturday was further than the collegiate record that she held the day before. Jeez. It was just phenomenal performance. Just It was just incredible to watch. You know, Nick Peterson continues to do an incredible job with our jumps program, and he's done an incredible job with Jasmine as well. Yeah, and I know, you know, it's a team sport, but sometimes you got to tip your cap when, when something like that happens. Uh, Florida Relays, yeah, Florida Relays Friday and Saturday. Go out and enjoy high schoolers, 
uh, current Gators and former Gators who are back competing as well. So always appreciate you, Mouse. Thanks for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. And let everybody know, too, Steve, they need to come out and they need to check the website. There's a big autograph session so they can come get autographs from the Gators as well. Great. That's that's an even better reason to go out there. So thank you, my friend. Absolutely. You got it. All right, man. Take care. Thank you. Yep. Mouse Holloway, who's done phenomenal work uh, with that Gator track program. They're always good. Uh, We're going to be talking with Jessica Blaylock next, who covers the Marlins. 1212 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Nick Diaz. The Gator softball team takes on Stetson tonight at home. Last time these two teams matched up ended in a Gator win 4 to 1 on March 22nd. Tune in to coverage of tonight's game beginning right here at 545. Staying with Florida sports, Gator football has their annual pro day tomorrow. Numerous scouts are expected to attend to take a look at potential top 10 pick Anthony Richardson, along with other draft eligible Gators. The event kicks off at 10 a.m. Opening day for the MLB is finally here. After spring training and the World Baseball Classic, the big leagues are now ready to throw the first pitch. Both Florida teams will be in action tomorrow with the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the Detroit Tigers at 310 and the Miami Marlins playing the New York Mets at 410. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Diaz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka needs you to help them. And specifically, they need your unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any type, car, truck, motorcycle, whatever it might be, they can take that, even an RV or a boat, they can take that unused or unwanted vehicle and put it to good use. And here's how. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes. They take your vehicles, the kids fix them up, they resell them, they learn real-life skills. And don't forget, whatever you donate, it is tax-deductible, and it helps a really good cause. Your generosity does a lot of good, ladies and gentlemen. For more info, just Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go on their website, rbr.org. That's rbr.org, and you can learn more. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. 
Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, with all the other things happening in the sports world at the college level, Major League Baseball will crank up. And one of those teams, of course, the Miami Marlins, going to bring in Jessica Blaylock, Gator grad, working for Fox Sports Florida, covering the Marlins. Jessica, always good to have you. Welcome. Always great to join you. I can't believe it's been almost 20 years since I've been at the University of Florida, but anytime I can reconnect with my Gainesville roots, it's a good day. Jessica, I can't believe that either, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Uh, look, last year, uh, you know, a lot happened. Uh, you get a new manager, uh, you know, some, some the rosters tweaked a little bit, but certainly a, a Cy Young winner, the, that, that's where it starts. Where do you see, I guess to start with, where the Marlins could improve the most from a year ago to now? 
Well, hopefully offensively. You know, they're always in a good position when it comes to pitching. Like you mentioned, a Cy Young Award winner in Sandy Alcantara. Uh, I think Jesus Lizardo is due for a, a, a big year. Um, you know, you've got Trevor Rogers, Braxton Garrett. They signed Johnny Cueto. Uh, Edward Cabrera, who's almost like a mini Sandy in the making. You bolstered your bullpen. So you, you always feel good about pitching. The biggest area that the Marlins need to improve is offensively. Um, you know, there were just way too many games last year where the pitching staff held an opponent to maybe two, three runs, and, and the Marlins just could not scratch across that extra run. Um, or, you know, being on the wrong side of one-run ball game. The Marlins played in so many one-run games that, uh, again, they couldn't they couldn't find that big hit or couldn't build that that big inning um, to kind of get themselves back in it offensively. So you went out, you added a piece like Gene Segura, uh, you added the defending American League batting champion in Luis Arise. Um, you're hoping to stay healthy. That was a big issue last season as well, whether it was Jorge Soler, Jazz Chisholm Jr., Abisayo Garcia. Um, so you're, I think you're really hoping this season to see a drastic improvement in your offense. Don Mattingly was there for a while, and certainly as a player, yeah. uh, you know, very good and did good things there. But now you get a, a Skip Schumacher who comes from the Cardinals do you see a difference in style with him? What does Schumacher bring to the table? Yeah, well, I think just a fresh energy. And, you know, I'm so grateful for the number of years that I got to work alongside Don Mattingly. But even Donnie said it at the end of last season. You know, it was time for a change. They needed a new voice in the clubhouse. They needed a, a fresh energy. And that's exactly what Skip Schumacher is going to bring. Uh, you know, he's only, what, 41 years old. He's, he's a year older than I am, which is crazy <laughs> to think about. But, um you know, so, but he's, he, I think he's far enough removed from being a, a player himself to where he can be an authority figure, but still close enough to his playing days where he can relate to these guys and what they're going through. And, you know, there, there's just a brand new energy and a brand new excitement um, that Skip and, and his staff are bringing to the table. So I, I think it's going to be a really, really wonderful fit. And I can't wait to see. Uh, just how things go for him in his first year as a big league manager. Jessica, with the new rules that baseball's implementing, has there been any have there been any issues with the Marlins in terms of implementation and, and going with all that stuff? No, I don't think there's been any issues. I think it's just been a big adjustment for a lot of these guys. You know, the to think about the fact that the average game time last season was three hours and seven minutes, and the league, with the rule changes this year, in particular the pitch clock, uh, they're hoping to get games down to about two and a half hours on average. That's a massive difference. And I think the biggest thing is just pitchers knowing they have to be set, they have to be ready within a certain amount of time. Hitters knowing they can't step out of the box and take too much time. Um, you know, because we've already seen it in spring training where, where strikes have been called uh, you know, or a ball has been called uh, because of the, the timing issue. So I, I don't think it's so much anything more than just adjusting yourself mentally to knowing you just don't have as much time this season. And luckily, you know, able to implement it during spring training so these guys can somewhat get adjusted to the rule changes. I, I think the guys that are going to probably have the hardest time at the beginning of the season are the guys who participated in the World Baseball Classic because the WBC did not implement the rule changes. You know, everything was kind of uh, the way it was last season. So 
I think you're you're going to maybe in the beginning see a couple of times where the rule changes have an impact on a player or on an inning, but I think you're you know between spring training and 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 maybe the first couple of weeks of the season, I, I think you're going to see guys adjust pretty quickly. Let's go back to your Cy Young. What what makes Sandy so good? He's got an old school mentality. He comes in. And he's not content with making it through five, six, even seven innings. He wants to go complete game every start that he makes. He does not want you to come and take the ball from his hand. Uh, and, and another thing that makes him different, he doesn't care, you know, in a day and age where so many pitchers are concerned about strikeouts, he doesn't care if he only strikes out one guy a game. He is just concerned with getting outs. And he's fine if that's a ground ball out, if it's a fly out, uh, or if it's a strikeout. It doesn't matter to him how he records outs. He just wants to get the best of you. Um, and you, you see last year, I, I think technically credited with six complete games. That's not only more than any other player had in the league, that's more than any other team combined had mm. in the league. It, it's unbelievable, unbelievable to go back and look at what he did last season. Uh, it's been tough uh, on the fan base. I think it's fair because the Marlins you know, haven't been competitive, but – is there a renewed sense now, Jessica, with a new manager, some of the improvements that have been made? Uh, do you get the sense the fan base is starting to buy in a little more? I think so, and I, I think there's hopefully maybe a little bit of a carryover from the World Baseball Classic and the enthusiasm that we saw around that. You know, Miami has a passion. South Florida has a passion for baseball. It's just tough when you don't put together – a lot of winning seasons consecutively, you know, and that's been the biggest issue I think for the Marlins. When you see teams do well down here, uh, fans come out. You know, we saw it with the Florida Panthers last year. They got hot at the beginning of the season, and they were selling out game after game after game after game. We've seen it with the Heat. We've seen it with the Dolphins, and maybe it's a little bit easier with those sports, but you know, just because baseball has so many games throughout the course of the season. But if, if the Marlins can start out the gate hot, it's going to pull people in. It's going to pull fans in, and people are going to be excited about not only baseball, but about the Marlins here in South Florida. Uh, i, I got to end with this, Jessica, because I think, you know, it, I, like, it's, like you said, 20 years, um, <laughs> you've done a lot of different things. Uh, you've worked radio. You know, you've worked television. Uh, what's I'm going to ask a personal question. What's been the best thing for you in your career that you've done in terms of, you know, your work and what's what's made you feel good about what you're doing? Well, I think a couple of different things. Uh, I feel so blessed to be able to say that I'm doing what I always wanted to do. You know, I, I knew in seventh grade, I knew when I was 12 years old, I wanted to be on TV. I wanted to be a reporter. Wow. And then I knew in high school, because of the, the University of Florida basketball team that made it to the championship <laughs> game against Michigan State, that's the team that made me fall in love with wanting, you know, the idea of wanting to be a sports reporter. So to be able to go to UF, to be able to study journalism, to be able to be doing exactly what I want to do, number one, that's where the passion comes from. I know every day even my worst day is my best day because I'm living my dream, right? And I never want to take that for granted. Even even 15-plus years into my career, I, I still have such a passion for what I do because I know it's what I always wanted to do. That's so the, cool. The second part of that is 
knowing that my path took me on a journey I would have never expected covering hockey. If you had asked me back at UF, <laughs> would I ever cover hockey one day? I would have told you no chance. I know nothing about it. Didn't grow up with it. You know, and I have absolutely, I'm in my eighth season of covering the Florida Panthers. And I have never fallen so in love with a sport as I have fallen in love with hockey. And I never would have guessed that. And I'm so grateful that I was given the opportunity to cover hockey because I have discovered that it is truly one of the greatest sports of all time. And I never, ever would have gone down a path of hockey on my own. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that sometimes what you don't expect turns into be one of your favorite things. Great way to end. Uh, it is. Uh, Jessica will uh, hopefully come back with us as the season progresses here to talk about the Marlins and, of course, the Panthers and the playoffs as well in the National Hockey League. Appreciate you, Jessica. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks so much for having me on. You got it, girl. Thank you. Jessica Blaylock, one of our grads, does great work uh, covering the Marlins and the Florida Panthers for Fox Sports Florida. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We'll open up the phone lines for you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com Allen Private Wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license D05634. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And, of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Brunch Buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. The big screen, big screen. the atmospheric lighting. atmospheric lighting, the unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah, um, at my house. Oh, yes, very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of, Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Hey, it's Steve Russell with money-saving news for Florida health care workers and their families. Switch now to My Health Care Federal Credit Union. Save with their fixed-rate credit card with no balance transfer fees. Get the same low rate on new or used auto loans and opt in to get your paycheck two days early. I don't know about you, but I like saving money anytime I can. I've been a member for over 30 years, and I can't say enough good things about them. 
My Health Care Federal Credit Union. Visit myhcfcu.org. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Are you interested in a career providing care and education for children ranging from six weeks to five years old? Career Source of North Central Florida and the University of Florida's Early Childhood Education Center, Baby Gator, will host a career fair Wednesday, April 5th from 10 till 2. Find out about UF's benefits and Baby Gator's bonus program, including competitive salary and time off. That's Wednesday, April 5th from 10 till 2 at Career Source North Central Florida in the Publix Shopping Center on North Main Street in Gainesville. Go to jobs.ufl.edu for more information. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Feeling comfortable this afternoon, partly cloudy skies turning mostly sunny thanks to winds from the north and humidity levels dropping, highs seasonable in the mid-70s. Tonight, mostly clear, lows in the mid-50s to kick off our Thursday morning. Tomorrow afternoon, highs near 80, getting to the mid to upper 80s again by Friday. A chance for thunderstorms arrives on Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, and meteorologist Megan Borowski. Sean Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Benjamin in Los Angeles. Much respect, man, because y'all, y'all all legends, and y'all, and y'all, you know, some profession, and even this radio show, this podcast thing. Because I've been hip to y'all, but I wasn't tap tapped in, but I've been tapped in to the fullest ever since. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, one of the one of the uh, members now, man. Oh, you and locked in, okay? I'm locked in now. Key, Jay, and Max, weekday mornings at six, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. From the diamond to the dugout. We are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. We're just toeing the line here on Sports Scene. All right. The rest of the day will be us. Don't forget tomorrow, live at Pro Day, special time for sports scene, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We're going to hopefully talk to some of the Gator football players. Gator baseball player Kate Curland will also join us tomorrow. So a lot to look forward to tomorrow. I don't know if this is going to do anything or not. But for those of you who like the NIL, those of you who hate the NIL, for the first time, Congress is getting involved here. Today, they are holding a hearing. Here's what it's called. 
taking the buzzer beater to the bank, protecting college athletes' NIL deal-making rights. Subcommittee of the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Now, apparently, maybe they, maybe they did a survey where they did this, I don't know. A congressional press release says that a majority of, quote, U.S. adults, unquote, believe college athletes should be able to profit from branded partnerships. That was at 58%. 59% thought they should uh, profit from licensed products. 54% from autograph signings under current NCAA guidelines. Well, we will see. Uh, by the way, this hearing is being chaired by a Floridian, a Republican, uh, Gus Biliarkis, um, who recently wrote an op-ed that said there needs to be a national NIL standard. So among the issues they're going to discuss, should college athletics follow a different compensation model than pro sports? Who should be allowed to negotiate and coordinate NIL deals? What entity should be responsible for enforcing NIL laws? How does a lack of a national NIL law impact competition and recruiting? And how would a revenue-sharing model impact a university's ability to fund non-revenue sports? And it's interesting, one of the speakers here is going to be one Trey Burton, former Gator and NFL player. Uh, Virginia State's president, the Patriot League commissioner, and athletic directors will also speak at this hearing, which I think is going on now, but it's going to be today. So I'm not sure what this is all going to mean or do, but we will find out. All right. By the way, if you look into the transfer portal in basketball now, it is ridiculous. There are so many players in that. And here is the other thing that I think people forget. All right, if you're a coach right now, if you're, if you're a basketball coach, you have this window where the portal is active. Well, now... You have to know day by day who's in the portal, who's out of the portal, who's been taken, who hasn't, and then do you have to go to them? Do they come to you? Think of the travel involved here. Because you got to meet them unless you do a Zoom. But, I mean, you got to meet them. you got to know what you're getting, don't you? Think how much more time that takes now to do. Andrew says, Kansas is looking at Reeves, and he's visiting Boston College. Okay, good. Yet our fans claim we have no talent, and we're terrible. He was my favorite player. It's a shame we keep letting our talent walk as we beg for transfer players. That is an incorrect statement, Andrew. That's just not factual. It is not a fact that we keep letting our talent walk. The talent chooses to walk. A coach doesn't put you in the transfer portal. A player does. Let, let's make that clear. Hopefully his skill set just didn't fit in Golden's system. 
I find it comical we're stuck in transfer cycle every offseason. Andrew, if you follow this sport, you're going to be stuck in that every year. Every single year, every team or most every team is going to be going through this very same thing. And he says, can't seem to build on anything from the previous year. Yeah, you can. If Richard stays and Kugel stays, okay, you're going to build on those building blocks, aren't you? Just get used to this. It's not the old way anymore. That th Those days are gone. So we'll see. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, interesting topics and timings there. So I, it, is the, it isn't the old way. It's the new way. But, but my thing is, like, why, why is the portal open right now for basketball or for other teams to be recruiting when the season is still ongoing? Um, I, I just find that, like, it's like the NCAA is working against itself there. That doesn't make any sense. Just like, to me, the early signing period in football is going on, which is now the main signing period for high school uh, athletes for football, while the season is, like, not even hitting the playoffs yet. Like, they're trying to win conferences. So the timings are really bad. I think that has to change. And then I was wondering, you might have spoke about this, I don't know, not today, maybe yesterday, um, Dusty May's comments about his players being recruited throughout this whole tournament. Mm -hmm. So the tampering, the portal being open, I mean, obviously I'm a Gator fan, went to Florida, I went to Florida, wife went to Florida, whatever. You know, I love it that Golden's getting a jump you know, he's already brought guys in to visit, and it's legal, and it's what should happen. But, like, that timing just feels – it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sure there's something that I'm not seeing. But what, how do you feel about the timing of things? Well, I don't think it's – there must be a reason they do it. Because I think it was, what, March 13th is when it opened? Yeah. Am I correct in that date? I think I am. Um, so. Well, obviously, you're right smack in the middle – of March Madness. So, yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me, and it would give teams that are not in the tournament certainly a leg up in doing that. Now, I will also tell you this. Please don't think, PG, for five seconds, that just because a team is playing in the NCAA tournament, the NIT, that they're not, they don't have people that are glued to the portal and understand, you know, who's, who's in it and who's not. They do. But, yeah, the timing is a bit curious. And, you know, for those players, too, because spots start getting taken up. I'm talking about guys that are still actively playing since that date. You know, they might be leaving, and, they're, you know, spots start filling up. Florida's got five. You know, other teams have four, three. I just feel like the NCAA, I understand, like, they can't – there's some rules that are constitutional, more the rights of people, not so much NCAA-driven. But their timing, their slowness, um, their enforcement now is worse than ever. They're not helping anything, and that's all I'm saying. So um, hopefully it benefits Florida this year. You know, I mean, I'm looking for any advantage Florida can get, and it seems like that's a pretty big one. So anyway, thank you, Steve. Appreciate you, PG. Thank you. Here's the biggest change. I'm not saying every school will do this, but what I want you to do when the portal ends, go look 
at a roster of any SEC school and tell me how many players are there from high school. There won't be many. That, that's the biggest change in this, besides the roster turnover, is that the, the, the recruitment of high school kids now, you might get one, two, maybe three. That's changing now. Okay, If they made me the czar of college basketball, the transfer portal would not open up until after we're done with the Final Four. That that's what it would be for me, but because that makes the most sense. But maybe they're saying that look, with all the staff now that's hired around the sport, even if we're playing now, we have resources we can put to it. But Dusty May's right; he isn't the only one. There is tampering going on all over the place, and that has been told to me by two different coaches. So I believe them. And good, bad, wrong, right, that's part of the deal. And you're going to just see more of this until somebody gets a rain on this and brings it in. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jittlery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators softball is back in action tonight against Stetson. Florida defeated the Hatters last week 4-1. The Gators currently rank 11th in the nation. Tune in for coverage of the game here at 5.45 p.m. Gators football has their annual pro day on Thursday. Some of the notable participants include Anthony Richardson, Osiris Torrance, and Javon Dexter. Numerous NFL teams with top 10 picks are rumored to attend with their sights set on Richardson. Pro Day will begin at 10 a.m. Gators Gymnastics is competing in the second round of the NCAA Regional Tournament. Florida is ranked as the number two team in the country. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat will take on the New York Knicks tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. If you're looking for a new vehicle, a brand new car, Southeast Car Agency isn't the place to go. They don't have any. Never have in 40-plus years of being in business. What the Cousins family started over 40 years ago was now what a lot of dealerships are catching up to. They have the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. Great selection, great variety, and they do their very best every day to make that happen for you. They want to give you the biggest selection so you can make the choice you want for the price you want to pay. Been a longtime customer of Southeast Car Agency. Every vehicle I've purchased from them over the years has been great. Same thing for you. You can also go online and check them out, secars.com. Go visit them, test drive the vehicles, eyeball them for yourself, and you'll see what exactly what I am talking about. When you go see him in person, make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. 
You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. We all have our destinations that we want to get to eventually, but no one said that journey had to be boring. That's why Radiant Credit Union wants to put you in the new car, truck, or SUV of your dreams to make that journey one to remember. And with rates as low as 4.99% APR for 48 months, we can help you save while you're on your way. Visit RadiantCU.org destination and get started today. Radiant Credit Union. Define your financial future. APR equals annual percentage rate. Federally insured by NCUA. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and medicare we offer free shipping 90-day supplies and we bill your insurance call us today for a free benefits check 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652 this is a special alert to all americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Let's get to the phones. We'll start with John. Hello, John. 
Yes, good afternoon, Steve. Um, I really enjoyed your uh, segment with Jeff this morning, and I'm looking forward to some future uh, segments of that. It's, it's pretty cool listening to both you guys talk about baseball. It's really knowledgeable. So thank you very much. Thank you for that. Uh, hey, uh, I watched a segment, uh, well, a, a clip of uh, George Brett's Pine Tar Instagram. You probably can recollect that's many years ago, mm-hmm. probably back in the 70s. But Pine Tar, that's not used in the game anymore, is it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so, but I don't know that it's been outlawed. I'd have to look at that. Right. I mean, I see them like they have like uh, looks like uh, rosin bags or whatever they do to the bat, but I, I've never seen them use anything like that would recollect. And I even seen that. So that's kind of interesting that uh, I know they, um, I don't know if you, desire to go back and take a look but the, well the I, I did i did and yeah. i i would have been three quarters right uh right. It, it is still used um but there is if you list if you watched pine tar in the old days it was all over the bat it's restricted right. now there I, I i don't know what the exact amount is 12 inches or 18 inches whatever it is but it's it's restricted but you can use it well the segment, the, the clip on it showed the, the umpires how they were figuring out if there was too much on on the bat barrel That's where it my came point. down to the label. Yeah, but way they way that they measured, they went up to the home plate and measured it by that. I guess whatever was twelve inches or yeah. whatever, like you just said. So that's how they uh, declared him, uh, I guess, out. And that kind of like goes back to even football when uh, Fred Blitzkopf used to use stick them. So I think that. That's kind of been outlawed too. But anyway, kind of interesting to to see that. That was pretty cool. And uh, I appreciate your, your show, Steve. And I'll talk to you later. Okay, John. Thank you, Byron. Hello. Hey, Steve. I always appreciate your interviews, and that was a great little segment about the uh, the pitching clock thing. Uh, got a lot out of that, you know. And it, even with the World Game, and it, we're going to see the results. It, you know, that's kind of weird to see now with me being a baseball fan. Also, real quick, Steve. I'm nothing negative about either. You know what I'm where I'm going, but. Uh, I think what's happening with NIL, especially in Gainesville over the years, listening to this is more of like a laid-back college town. And, and college sport has been so pure and, and not been messed with by money and things that we could see. That, that I think that's what's affecting more fans. You know, like I'll give you a sentence, maybe in Miami, their pro team was tampering and with Tom Brady. So <clears throat> to them, it might not be nothing to have tampering. Way up here, it, it doesn't exist in college. So I think some of that stuff is really probably what's going on. And Steve, in uh, recruiting in basketball, you know, we, we, we have wondered to me, I'm being an old athlete, what's the things that you go about recruiting? And I think, number one, I will coach his style of play. You know, I heard people saying some of them slow it down and play more defense. Some teams don't. So I don't know. I don't figure out much now, but it, that's attractive. And number two, Steve, I think the players on your team, you remember LeBron and them put those teams together in the NBA. I think these young kids are getting that mentality. I could be wrong, <clears throat> and I'll use Kansas State as a, a reason. All of those guys were transfers. I don't know if they knew each other. Some from New York, I think you were saying. But that's going to start being a trend. And last, if you can put them in the pros, just like in football. So that's my thanks for the day, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Go Gators. Myron, thank you. Phil, hello. Hello, Steve. Uh, I heard your comments about the congressional hearings uh, today. Don't you think or would you think that uh, in the future would lie 
get doing away with the term student athlete and calling these kids employees of the university? And isn't that the next big Pandora's box that yes. universities are going to have to contend with? In my opinion, that is, Phil. I've said that for a long time now. You know, the, the term student athlete was coined by the NCAA to avoid workplace issues because of what you're just talking about, okay? Well, depending on what the legislation is that they pass or don't pass, <clears throat> there could be a possibility where these kids become employees. Then do they collectively bargain? Are there going to be unions? That's Depending where this goes, that could be the next step. And absolutely, there would be unions. An employee union has a whole lot more leverage, I would guess, than a student-athlete asking for more rights and privileges. Sure. You know, and, and that's a big, big can of worms. I acknowledge the need for some parameters, Steve, but generally speaking, government involvement in college football or college athletics is probably one of the worst things that could happen to it. Uh, where do you think our university hasn't prepared well for NIL and the portal? Are you somewhat alluded to that? earlier in the week, uh, and I think the context was talking about the makeup of the Final Four, and I'm paraphrasing here, but you said something that the schools who were out ahead of this mm -hmm. are reaping benefits. Where where were we not out ahead of it? Was it organizationally? Is it funding? Can you comment on that a little bit? I'll sure. take it off the air Love the show. Sure. Thank you, Phil. Uh, look, Florida has the Gator Collective and other things my understanding of this from talking to different people within the athletic association is that there are different arms that are trying to interlock here and at first they did not you have the gator collective you have gator boosters you have the athletic association you have all these different things that sort of were doing their own thing well, they and while other schools got their act together more quickly, got the money together, and were able to get out in front of this. My understanding is those entities are have met and are in fact continuing to meet so that Florida can get more skin in the game, so to speak, with this. But clearly, at least in my opinion, and from who I've talked to, uh, while, while Florida did do some some things in regard to NIL with the collective and all that, it was not to the degree that a Miami or, you know, some other places did. And that got in the way a little bit. I'll just say that. Uh, okay, let me get to my emails here. Steven says, I'm going to love two-hour and 35-minute MLB games as opposed to three-hour games. I'll be watching many more. Not a fan of three-hour movies. Or baseball games. Uh, and Daryl says, NIL and Portal, the sign of the times. Curious if any Gator fans got tickets to the Utah game. I wasn't that lucky. Florida only allotted 3,000 because it's a smaller stadium. Um, well, I know that's one of those things. Um, all right. Coming up in the next hour. I promised I would do this. I always do it before baseball starts. I'm going to give you the fearless predictions for how the Major League Baseball season will play out in terms of 
which teams will make the postseason. I'll ask Sam that if he has an opinion. I'll get your opinions as well. And again, a reminder, tomorrow we're live at Pro Day, uh, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. tomorrow is when that will take place, 11 to 1. So a special time for sports scene tomorrow. Our thanks in this hour to Gator grad Jessica Blaylock covering the Marlins for Fox Sports South and uh, also to the Gator track coach Mike Holloway talking about the upcoming Florida Relays. Hour 2 coming up. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund education and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. Or round up your Macy's store purchase up to 99 cents and donate the extra change. Give back today and find out how we're celebrating the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, 
comp, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652 That's 800-513-1652 Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Sam Petosa producing. Hope you enjoyed our first on-deck show earlier. Don't forget, Jeff Cardozo and I with you every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. to talk college and pro baseball. Uh, phone lines are open this hour. Uh, I mentioned earlier, in case you're just tuning in, Congress is actually having an NIL hearing today. We'll see what comes out of that. Don't forget, tomorrow we are live at Pro Day, a special time for sports scene, 11 a.m. to 1 tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk to get our baseball player, Kate Curlin, tomorrow, too. And I uh, hope to have uh, an interview with uh, the NFL Network, who's going to be there tomorrow, uh, tomorrow as well uh, during the show. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed for that. As I always do this time of the year, I give you the fearless predictions for what's going to happen in big league baseball, who's going to make the playoffs and who isn't. I did this based on what knowledge I had of teams, which I think is decent. But I must tell you, in all candor, it almost exactly mirrors ESPN's. And I didn't look at them. So here we go. And by the way, uh, same as we go along, I'll ask you. And anybody who wants to call in and give yours, please do. Start with the AL East. I was tempted to pick Toronto. Because Aaron Judge is not going to have the same year. He's not going to hit 60 homers again. He's just not. But he might hit 45 or 50. And the Rays, I just don't think, hit enough. So the Yankees win the AL East. Sam, who would your pick in the AL East be? I'm probably going to have to go with the Yankees as well. I like what you said where I don't – obviously Aaron Judge is not going to hit 60-something homers again, but they probably are the most loaded team top to bottom. It looks like they're shoring up their infield with that prospect, Anthony Volpe. So I think Toronto will make it close and probably make the wild card. We're going to go to wild cards in a minute. The Both central divisions this year I think are the two weakest divisions in baseball. So with that said, I don't see anybody beating the Cleveland Guardians. I mean, the, the, the Twins are trying, but I think the Guardians, by default, sort of, win the Central. Sam? I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. Really? I think they bounced back from a down year last year. I don't, I'm just banking on it. I'm not the most knowledgeable baseball fan, but okay. I don't want to go directly chalk. I have ESPN's predictions pulled up here. So. That's right. And mine are almost chalk to theirs, and I didn't look at that. Um, there's a lot of people 
who think this is Seattle's year in the West, uh, you better beat Houston. And I still think Houston's really good. So I picked the Astros. No one's beating the Astros. In the, they're the cream of the crop. Until they get dramatically worse or show any indication of dropping off from a championship level, I don't know how you could consciously pick against them. The wild cards. Tampa, I can't pick against Tampa because they always seem to find a way to make the playoffs. Even though they don't hit, they find a way. Toronto is going to make it, I think. I'm scared of their pitching. Shaky to Seattle. Last year, they won a lot of close games. Can they do that again? The team I would love to see make the playoffs, the Angels. You've got Mike Trout and Otani and a healthy Anthony Rendon on the same team, and it's a shame if you wouldn't see them in the postseason. But Trout never stays healthy, and Rendon hasn't been healthy in a couple of years. So I would wish them to be in there, but I'm going Rays in this order, Rays, Jays, Mariners. Uh, I'm probably going to go Guardians number one since I didn't have them winning the division. Okay. While I agree with your analysis on the Rays. They're a winner consistently. I'm going to go with the Rays in the second seed. And I know I said I might have Toronto at the third wild card spot, but now that I'm looking at it, I'm going to put Seattle. I think their young lineup is too exciting. they got some nice young pitchers to develop. I think Julio Rodriguez is one of the best young players in baseball. He might have an MVP-style season this year. I'm going to go with the Mariners. National League East, I'm sorry, it's the Braves. I can't pick the Mets. The Mets led the division for all but a few days last year, and what happened? They completely gagged at the end. And remember... They don't have Edwin Diaz either. Now, the Braves have some injuries of their own, but no-brainer here. And, and, and I know what the Phillies did. I get that, but Bryce Harper is going to be out for a large chunk of the beginning of the season. So, Braves, who do you like? I'm going to pick the Atlanta Braves. I just think they're a very well-built roster, specifically what they've done the past few years. And like you said, the Mets led the division all but a few days last year. I would call it an almost historic collapse. I don't obviously the Mets got Justin Verlander, but I don't know if that makes them better than they were a year ago. I still think they're missing a bat in the middle of the lineup to help out Pete Alonso in the order. I'm gonna go with the Braves, but the Mets will probably be a wild card team. Uh, okay, in the central. If I'm a Milwaukee fan, I'm not real happy because they did not spend much money in the off season, and I think they're gonna waste three. Really good pitchers, at least two with Burns and Woodruff. They were awful last year hitting the baseball. I don't see that better. I see the Cardinals winning that division by default. So I'll say the Cardinals. I'm going to say the Cardinals as well. I think they might be the best team in the National League this season. And in the West, the trendy pick is San Diego. And by the way, there's a great column on the history of the Padres. You know, they went out. They've always been sort of little brother to the Dodgers. And I think they went out, and well, I don't think I know, they went out and spent a ton of money this past offseason. And I think this is the year they win the division. So, San Diego. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I still think the Dodgers lineup is just way too strong. 
That's all I really got for the analysis. On okay. That one. And the wild cards, Mets, Phillies, Dodgers, in that order. I'm going to go Padres number one, Mets number two, and I'm going to go Phillies number three. Okay. And look, remember the Phillies didn't really catch fire until they changed managers. But they've got a good lineup, and if, if their pitching stays healthy, they can compete. So those, the fearless, ladies and gentlemen, predictions of what will happen. Now, you know as well as I do, that never pans out, ever, especially when I pick them. Um, and look, the Rays, um, this is according to the ESPN stats and information. Check this out, Sam. From 2018 to 2022, there were three teams that allowed fewer than four runs per game. Dodgers, Astros, Rays. Rays. They find, they don't hit seemingly, but they are able to pitch and defend, and that's why it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And then I always do this. Who do you think is the worst team right now in baseball? Uh, I saw a poll about that the other day on Bleacher Report. It said either the Athletics or the Nationals. I'm going to go with the Nationals. Okay. That's, Oakland is because they just completely jettisoned their talent. They, they don't even pretend to try to compete. And they have the worst ballpark in Major League Baseball and it isn't even close. I feel sorry for Oakland's fans because they've gone to a ballpark that's terrible and supported that team. And a couple of years ago, they won 90 games. I mean, they were good, and they've just gutted the team. Yeah, they're a far cry from Moneyball right now, Steve. Send them to Las Vegas already. Yeah, so anyway, there you go. All right, so now if you want to chime in, give us your thoughts, your predictions, or think they stink or they're good, Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf.com. BB says, "Give us a short preview of Pro Day. For instance, which teams that possibly have scouts here? Uh, I would say all of them would have scouts here. Who are the possible top UF players on their radar? Well, most people think Anthony Richardson and Dexter uh, and Osiris Torrance would be the t- three highest drafted people. But look." There's a lot of guys here on this team that I think will get drafted, but in the later rounds. Uh, Garage, Amari Bernie, uh, Justin Shorter, Trey Dean, Ventrell Miller, guys like that. So there's, and you can get some guys there and, and get a value pick because you might be a fifth round pick, but start somewhere. So there's going to be a lot of guys like that. Uh, He says, which of our players have potential they may not have shown previously need to excel to improve their draft status? Ooh, that's hard. Uh, Boy, I don't know. I mean, what are you looking for here? Um, Cox, probably, just from a, you know, they're going to let him work out here, but he was kicked off the team. So is he an issue that way? You know, I think he has a lot. To prove not just from you know an X and O standpoint. Uh, considering Richardson's already tested high and some performance parameters, 
What is he potentially hoping to show scouts to help him in the draft? Well, I don't think he'll do everything he did uh, at Pro Day. Uh, he'll be selective, I think, in what he chooses to do. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Diaz. The Gator softball team takes on Stetson tonight at home. 13th ranked Florida is coming off a 14-1 loss against number 11 Arkansas on Sunday. Tune in to coverage of tonight's game beginning right here at 545. Staying with Florida sports, Gator football has their annual pro day tomorrow. Florida is packing the house, expecting representatives from all 32 NFL teams to take a look at potential top 10 pick Anthony Richardson, along with other draft eligible Gators. The event kicks off at 10 a.m. In the NBA, the Miami Heat face the Knicks in Madison Square Garden tonight. The injury-riddled Heat are coming off a 14-point loss to the Raptors yesterday and are looking to bounce back in this potential playoff matchup. Tip off is set for 7.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Diaz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, when you make a decision to where you bank, it's an important decision. Well, I can tell you a place I've been banking for over 30 years, my health care federal credit union. If specifically to Florida's health care workers, if you know somebody who works in the health care industry, money-saving news is coming your way. You need to switch your current financial institution to the credit union I've been using for all of those years. It's right here in Gainesville. If you have high credit card interest rates, my HCFCU has a low fixed rate card with no annual or balance transfer fees. How about if you need a car loan? Getting a new car isn't the easiest thing. Well, guess what? They can give you the same low interest rate on new and used cars as well. Used car rates typically higher at other institutions. They even have an option for you to get your paycheck deposited two days early. I like saving money and making money whenever I can. They help you do that every day. So to learn more, go visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Since 1988, the Alachua Conservation Trust has helped preserve more than 54,000 acres of land and wetlands in 16 North Central Florida counties. From easements to historical preservation to environmental education, your donation to the Alachua Conservation Trust assures these lands and new ones are protected for generations to come. Visit AlachuaConservationTrust.org to learn more and to make a donation. That's AlachuaConservationTrust.org. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year, more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. 
Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Years. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, let's take your phone calls, questions, comments, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. William says, you talk about NIL and Florida being behind, disorganized, triggered a simple question. I think we all as Gator fans have. How can the flagship university in the state of Florida, one that prides itself on being on the cutting edge and forefront of new ideas, consistently be so far behind on everything athletic-related the past 15, 20 years? whether it be facilities, NIL, dorms, etc. Jeremy did a lot of great things, but what was he thinking years ago? We thought an indoor facility was not as n- much needed. I remember Will Muschamp saying how the guys would practice in the old dome more often than not in camp. Yet over $10 million was spent on the glorified trophy room in the Hebner Complex that's now useless. We finally catch up, only they'll fall painfully behind on NIL. It's not an unreasonable request as a fan. This school and university should be better than that right now. We aren't. Well, valid point. Now, what we really do not know, and really only a handful of people, William, really know, is what has been spent. What money is there out there? We, we don't know that, right? That, To my knowledge, that's never been public knowledge. I can tell you, though, that again, from what I'm told, one of the reasons they were behind was because of these various entities that didn't get together to figure out an organized strategy. Uh, Let's see here. I'm a National League fan. Please talk about the Marlins. Be nice. Well, you heard Jessica Blaylock earlier from Fox Sports South 
they have the reigning Cy Young winner. They pitch it pretty well. But the problem with them is going to be hitting. New manager in Skip Schumacher replacing Mattingly. So, you know, we'll see if that uh, makes any difference. But they're in a very, very tough division. Uh, Tom says, or Tommy says, on my mind, shake hands and sucker punch your opponent. Of late, several examples highlight this criminal behavior. Where is this coming from? How does it get checked? Not good examples of sportsmanship. If these actions result in brain damage or worse, what then? Should team handshakes be stopped or go by the way of some of our traditional values in sportsmanship? That is glorifying and allowing smack talk. Tommy, that's a whole probably show topic, right? Because how do you know when somebody's going to snap? How do you know when, you know, something that one person says to another person in a, in a line where people are shaking hands is going to make, uh, you know, something happen? We just don't know that. And I would hope, I mean, even though what we've seen, that the day doesn't come when you don't shake hands. I, I think that would be awful because, I mean, th- th- one of the reasons you compete, you know, you win, you want to do all that, but it, you're, you're, it's sportsmanship. It's, it's going up against a person or a team or whatever, whatever that is. I just hope it doesn't go away. It's funny, ESPN now is doing a story on Congress uh, and the hearing on NIL. And their byline, Miami businessman John Ruiz has spent millions signing Miami athletes to NIL deals. And it's worked out, hasn't it? Miami's basketball teams, for example, did very well. Very well. All right, let's get some calls. Let's talk some sports, folks. Got a few uh, minutes to go here, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Joe says, uh, I see where the NFL is allowing the jersey number zero to be worn. Big deal or not? Absolutely not a big deal. But I did see Calvin Ridley from the Jags wants to wear zero. So, yeah. Uh, or In fact, two... NFL questions. Oh, would be still my heart. Um, Bill says, Steve, do you think that Rodgers' trade will happen? Yes, I do. Do you think Lamar Jackson will be traded? Yes, I do. Uh, to whom? That is the big question. I don't know. I just don't know. Um. He apparently had an interest, according to CBSSports.com, of going to New England. But I guess Belichick isn't interested in getting him. Now, I don't know. Um, Belichick was asked about Lamar Jackson, and he was asked if he would envision a scenario where they would sign him. He said, quote, so Belichick, 
I'm not going to talk about players on any other team, unquote. Period, he said. So, again, we'll see. Uh, Frank says, Stephen, your view, Congress getting involved here, is that a good or a bad thing? And will anything come of this? At this juncture, Frank, I think it's a good thing. At this juncture. I want to see what the discussion points are. I want to see what they move towards here. But at this point, how could it hurt? I, I think it's another set of eyes and ears to look at things. So I don't think at this point, at least, it's bad. David, hello. Hey, Steve. Appreciate you taking my call. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I, you had a caller yesterday. Call, I didn't get a chance to call in, but I, I thought his point was that he didn't think Florida was going to improve in football or basketball in, in anytime soon because they're relying too much on the transfer portal. Uh, portal, But um, I, I don't think they're relying enough on it. And, and it seems like the ones that the players they are getting maybe aren't panning out to what they thought they were going to be. Um, but the just one point about the uh, I heard a stat about the teams that are were in the elite eight out of forty starters of the elite eight teams. Uh, I think nineteen were transfers, uh, which is significant, obviously. Um, and, and do you? And the, the, my question for you is uh, number one: how, how do you think? Do you, do you think Florida needs to improve on the transfer portal in both basketball and football? And then also, do you think this Final Four that we have now is, is an aberration or is it a sign of things to come because of the transfer portal? Uh, it's a sign of things to come. No question. Yeah. Um, now, I think what happens here is uh, when people start talking about the portal, David, and improving, right, I think there's different ways – to look at that. Okay, let me give you an example. Twitter is all a buzz about Kansas having an interest in Kowasi Reeves, who this past year, I would say at best, was okay, and at worst, right. was below okay. And I'm not, you know, hating on him in any way but he very streaky didn't yeah didn't, he had moments <laughs> didn't he had definitely had moments but didn't play consistently and so so again if if he goes to a different school and he does well well does that mean that golden can't coach or does that mean that florida didn't use him right i don't know right but again florida did go you know myron jones went to penn state Felder was at Boston College. Fudge was at LSU. Richard was at Belmont, for crying out loud. Lofton was at St. Bonaventure. Castleton was at Michigan. So it isn't that Florida didn't get transfers. They got them. Are they getting the, the best transfer? You can make your own choice. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, as far as Napier goes and transfer, I mean, I just think 
I think number one, the big thing with him is he has to improve uh, recruiting. Period. Uh, regardless of, I mean, obviously you can you can uh, you know the teams have shown that you can make up a lot quick in the transfer portal, but he doesn't. I don't know. Is it me or does it seem like he doesn't seem to? be going after a lot of players. I mean, we don't know, obviously, I guess, is the bottom line. We don't really know who he's going after, but it just doesn't seem like he's going after a lot in the transfer portal. What do you think? Well, I guess I guess define a lot, number one, okay? And let's yeah. look at the, maybe the quality of the, of the transfers here, okay? Right. Would you say Montrell Johnson, Osiris Torrance have worked out? Absolutely. Ricky Pearsall, work out? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, let me think of who else here. Now, we don't know about Graham Merce, but he came from Wisconsin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You've got the Spurlock kid who transferred, I think, from Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know what that's going to work out with yet or not. Okay. So, if you look at that, the uh, the offensive lineman that just got hurt came in from Baylor. And, you know, the other lineman, Goodwin, I believe, was Kentucky. So Florida's getting transfers. Are they getting five-star transfers necessarily? No. But we don't know how they're going to work out yet. But clearly, other schools have gone more heavily into the portal. But Georgia is a school that has used the portal a little bit, David, but primarily they built their roster through recruiting. Yeah, well... They they have more five stars than anybody except maybe Alabama. So um, yeah, and that was all from recruiting. So they don't. I guess on an on a, they don't need to go to the transfer. I guess is what I'm trying to say there. But um, uh, you know, gee, I don't know why it seems like FSU has done well in the transfer report. Maybe yep. just because they got a quarterback out of there. I don't know. Well, but, um, they did. But once again, I, I think if you look at their recruiting uh, as far as high school, you know that it's been just okay. But they've done a nice job in the transfer portal. Yep, absolutely. All, All right, right. Steve, appreciate Thank it. Thank you, David. One thirty-two time check brought to you by Hayes Shillaby, ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN ninety-eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. If you have joint pain or telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.
If you're celebrating a milestone anniversary this year or just starting the process of picking out that engagement ring, welcome to International Diamond Center. At IDC, we're one of a few jewelers around the world with direct access to exquisite diamonds from Namibia. These are the highest quality, most brilliant diamonds on the planet. And with IDC's connections with the cutters, you can be assured of the ultimate in value with no middleman markups. And just as important as the brilliance of our diamond is the source itself. An IDC diamond comes only from specific mines that follow strict international laws and environmental standards. Not only do we guarantee conflict-free diamonds, we are proud that when you purchase an IDC diamond, you are helping provide dignified employment, much-needed education, and necessary health care to African families. So come and shop with confidence at IDC. Confidence in the quality, the value, and the integrity of our diamonds. International Diamond Center. Transparency, honesty, responsibility. Learn more at shopidc.com or visit our showroom today at Celebration Point. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Feeling comfortable this afternoon, partly cloudy skies turning mostly sunny thanks to winds from the north and humidity levels dropping, highs seasonable in the mid-70s. Tonight, mostly clear, lows in the mid-50s to kick off our Thursday morning. Tomorrow afternoon, highs near 80, getting to the mid to upper 80s again. By Friday, a chance for thunderstorms arrives on Saturday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. They love their basketball. They're dying for a winner. And if Patino can somehow get the back pages there, the tabloids, you bring a couple of players in, keep them home, that shouldn't be that difficult. I, I would be shocked if Patino 
is not a great success at Simpson. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, for David's phone call about transfer portal or whatever, if you go to ESPN's website, Bill Connolly has a great column. Inside the many ways to construct a college football roster. And he makes a great point, and frankly one that I think gets lost in all of this shuffle. With all the changes that are happening, he says, with the transfer portal, JUCOs, and NIL, as, as well as high school, never had more tools at their disposal to build a roster. And if you look at it from that lens, that's exactly right. Well, in Conley's column, he talks about administrators complaining, college sports turning into minor leagues, too much control to athletes. Um, and again, the season, the sports themselves, pretty good, right? Um, now, they say, how many transfers do you take? Well, because think about this. They go back to 2013 when Charlie Weiss was coaching Kansas, okay? He signed a recruiting class that had 15 JUCO kids as opposed to nine high schools. That's it. Okay? Well, in 2023, Kenny Dillingham at Arizona State and Deion Sanders got a combined 52 transfers. Two schools, 52 transfers. UTEP coach Dana Dimmel just signed a class with 25 JUCOs. 25. In 2022, FBS schools signed an average of more than seven transfers per team. So see, it's an average. It isn't that they're signing 50 transfers. Let me repeat that, okay? Not long ago, if you had if you put transfers in, you were going like, wow, this isn't good. Well, FBS schools signed an average of more than seven transfers per team. That's it. So that that number is one to keep in mind. That it isn't exactly like schools are getting, you know, some schools are. They're getting, you know, 15 or whatever. But mostly that number, the average number is pretty good. 
Troy secured 11 transfers. Five from power conference schools, two from the group of five, and four came from the FCS. The five power conference transfers only had 240 combined snaps last year. So again, so if you're getting somebody like that, right, well, they probably didn't play a whole lot. Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri in the SEC. He brought in people like Tyron Hopper from Florida, and they improved defensively. They improved from 56th to 40th overall in defense. So read the, read the column. It's good. And it just goes to show you how there are different ways to build a program and not necessarily one way is the right way. I had to sneeze. Um, all right, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Christopher emails and has a baseball question. He says, uh, by the way, let me just say this. Sometimes I get four and five emails from you, uh, from one person. Please don't do that. I'll, I'll, email, I'll read one, maybe two, but I want to give other people a chance to chime in. So uh, I hope you'll do that for me. Anyway, Christopher says, um, I heard you and Jeff's show. Looking forward to hearing that every Wednesday to talk a little college and pro baseball. Uh, I missed the part about Auburn. What can you tell me about them? They They haven't played a great schedule. They, they were picked to finish more in the bottom tier of the league. So this is a team, especially at home, you you, you got to win the series, minimum. And if you can sweep them, fine. They can, they've got some power pitchers on the team, but this is a team, paper-wise, you should take care of if things go right. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Diane Raddick. Tonight, Gator softball is set to host Stetson. Florida is coming off of two tough losses to Arkansas in their three-game series and look to average a win tonight. Tune in here at 5.45 p.m. for live coverage of the event. In football action, there's less than 24 hours to go until Florida's pro day. Florida looks to have a packed house with various NFL representatives in attendance with eyes on 11 fellow Gators. The former Gators will work out for the NFL representatives one final time before the 2023 NFL draft. The event will begin at Thursday at 10 a.m. Excitement brews down south as the Rays will open up their season with a game against the Tigers Thursday at 3.10 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Diane Raddick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. The springtime weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the beautiful springtime air. For bass fishermen, they're biting now and those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Plus, get $500 trading credit with select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now is the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest rates are determined by lender with approved credit. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro, count on it. Visit toro.com slash zero-turn to find yours. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two. No doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor and you always have a glass half full perspective, but the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or in a license number D056341. 
We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, Sully, appreciate that. Final segment here. Don't forget, tomorrow we are live at Pro Day. Special time for the show, 11 AM to 1 PM. Join us then. Uh, Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Tennessee Mike. Uh, want to talk a little Lamar Jackson before the show ends with you real quick. But before I do, I was looking at the latest uh, college baseball poll, ESPN, I guess that's D1 or wherever it comes from. I usually ask Jeff my baseball questions. Craziness of the SEC, Steve. Do you notice where Kentucky's ranked 18? Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild, isn't it? One of the worst climates in the league. And uh, they're number 18 in the latest poll. Well, I don't know that climate has anything to do with it, but – they weren't expected. It doesn't to... help. Pardon me. I'm sorry, but it doesn't help. I'll tell you that much. Why doesn't it help? Why would you choose to play baseball at Florida at uh, Kentucky when you could go somewhere else like Florida? Well, because well, if you're talking about weather and you're talking about history, if you're using Florida as an example, I get it. But you can use that to your advantage too. If you're if you're Florida going up there to play. Kentucky's used to that. Florida isn't. That can be an advantage. And Kentucky, to me, has been the surprise team of the league because I didn't – I mean, maybe it'll pan out in the league. They won't be as good. But they're 21-3. and three. They played a lot of close games. I thought their coach was on the hot seat this year, but so far they've been good. Yeah, well, last time I checked, spring training's in Florida and Arizona, not Lexington, Kentucky. That's what the horse races are for. Uh, and and, and where, where does your team, where does Tennessee play? <laughs> yeah, the climate there is not so great either. Uh, okay. And, and they're, and they're pretty good too. So. Yeah. All right, Steve, Lamar Jackson real quick. Um, I saw Steve McNair early in his career, Steve, and I'm not a Titans fan, but he was a runner that turned into a passer. Um, look, the, if you turn on the talking heads, first take ESPN, everybody's saying pay Lamar Jackson. If I'm an NFL owner, why do I want to give this guy $120 million when he's not smart enough to hire an agent and he's not a proven passer? Uh, because he wins, one. And two, what is on your team that makes him not attractive or attractive? If you already have a quarterback, well, okay, then you don't need him. But if you're the Colts, for example, who've been searching for a quarterback since Luck retired, the Falcons who just drafted Desmond Ritter. Are you telling me Lamar Jackson's not better than Ritter? I think the issues with him, because what you're saying to me is he's stupid for not having an agent. I applaud him for not having an agent. And, hey, and, question. and secondly, the, if I had a question about Lamar Jackson, it's his health. Yeah, a fun question on the way out the door, Steve. But I don't think – Air McNair, remember the, the nickname Air McNair? I don't think anybody's going to be calling Lamar Jackson Air Jackson anytime soon. I know the Ravens had pretty substandard wide receivers, but I think the jury's still – I don't think if he's ever going to be in a, a, a passer. And when you get older in your career, your legs take a, a lesser role. Hey, he's 26 he's years old. Yeah, but he's hurt a lot. He's right, that, a lot. and that's, I just said that. That's the concern 
I would have that he is hurt a lot. And if he's going to play the style of play that he plays, then that's a concern to me. Yes. He's probably taking as many shots as a typical tailback, Steve. Uh, last question for you, fun on the way out the door. If the Jets come to, say, Jacksonville or Tampa, will you roll over and watch them play? I already have. So I mean, a typical NFL year, all things being normal, nothing on your schedule. You'll, you'll know if the Jets are in Florida, you'll usually go over and watch. I already have, yeah. The Jets were in Jacksonville a couple of years ago, whatever it was, and I went. Hang in there, Steve. Okay, thank you. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, let's get some last emails here. James says, "Mr. Prediction, do you expect the Dodgers winning the West?" No. Uh, I picked San Diego. Um, I just think it's their year, and I think the Dodgers, by their standard, are a bit down. And don't forget, some of their pitchers are either getting a little long in the tooth or coming off. Injury. So I think you got to be very careful uh, with that. I mean, they're still a good team. Let's, let's not, you know, uh, kid ourselves. They're a good team. And I think a lot of people are buying into San Diego because I think Soto is going to be a guy that's going to have a terrific, terrific year. So, no, I'm picking San Diego to win the West, which means now they probably won't because I picked them. Last couple of emails here. Uh, let's see here. Daniel uh, also has a baseball question. He says, uh, you always seem down on your Mets. Why is that? History. Donovan has a song. History is of ages past. Uninviting shadows cast. Well, guess what? Those shadows over the Mets program or whatever, have been long. They have, I'm just, I'm a history guy. I still root for them. I want them to win, but I'm also, look what happened last year. I told you the Mets would not win the division when they were way ahead, and they didn't. And they're not going to win the division this year either, unless the Braves get some injuries. Because I just don't think the Mets are as quite as good as the Braves are. So I'm, uh, I'm skeptical. That's probably a better word. I'm not down on them. I root for them, want them to win. But I know what's happened historically. And it doesn't mean that it's going to happen this year. The Mets could win that division. The Mets could win the World Series. Nobody would be happier than me to see that. Uh, let's see here. Sam says, uh, will you be having coaches and athletes during pro day tomorrow? As many as we can get. Yes. That's a crapshoot. I must tell you, right? Don't always get, like, I don't think we got Billy Napier last year. If my memory serves me right, we did get some of the athletes to come over. That was a lot of fun. Hoping that as well. Hoping to get somebody from the NFL Network will be there tomorrow. Hoping to get somebody from them uh, to come on with us tomorrow as well. So uh, look forward to that. That That's usually uh, a lot of fun. And look forward to that. Jack is our final emailer. And he says, I love the discussion. And please thank your emailers and callers. 
I don't email or call, but I listen a lot. And some of your emailers and callers today have been really good in talking about NIL and where Florida is and all that. The topic just fascinates me. I must admit, I don't understand it all. I'm a bit old school in terms of what the NIL is doing to sports. But you have to roll with the times, and hopefully Florida will, because it may not be easy, as you have said many times, to climb over a lot of teams and get back to prominence in the SEC. It's, in my opinion, it's harder than ever to do that. I'm going to make a prediction right now. Chris Beard at Ole Miss will turn that program around. He's a good coach. He built that Texas team. All right, Mike quickly says, in my opinion, only Vandy has less talent than Florida's football team. Merce was a turnover machine at Wisconsin. He'll be going up against much better defenses. I see the Gators taking a step back next year. Well, they could. Year three for Napier and Golden will be huge. Huge. You, you better see some sort of step-up, improvement, whatever there, or natives will get restless. That's our show. Our thanks to Jessica Blaylock, who covers the Miami Marlins for Fox Sports South, and to the Gator track coach, Mike Holloway. Again, a final reminder, tomorrow, sportsing at a special time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., We'll be live at Pro Day. Thanks to Sam for producing. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRU.